Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 230 of the Bang Boardcast. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is a list of books that we are looking forward to coming out September 24th, 2014. And then we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. This week we're bringing you, as Paul says, Versus? <laughs> uh, Wednesdays are right for fighting? Yeah, Wednesday we'll nights with, are right for fighting? Stick with Versus. Okay. Um, this is all inspired from the recent Marvel miniseries, Hawkeye vs. Deadpool. And we're just picking characters that we want to see go toe-to-toe from Marvel and DC. So look forward to that. Well, you know, it's that and also because Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, you know, it's... Or it's it just, seems like a running theme, it's, like, throughout comic books right now. Yeah, and it's just Deadpool versus Hawkeye. question mark, versus Carnage, versus <laughs> this. Yeah. So that's kind of where we took that idea from. Mm-hmm. It's been a long-running thing, and we can talk about that during the main topic. Because right now, I want to talk about this beer, John. Yes. And this beer is? This beer is another one of Anderson Valley's barrel-aged beers. And this is their Pinchy Jerk Barrel. This is a bourbon barrel uh, pumpkin ale. Malt beverage brewed with pumpkin and spices and aged in wild turkey bourbon barrels. And it takes a couple sips to get into it. But yeah. once you get into it, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice. It's a very light flavor. So if you think it's going to punch you in the mouth, it's not. you got to get used. you got to take a couple sips. Let your palate get accustomed to it, and then you start getting. Oh, there's a little bit of pumpkin. A little and bit. It's, of, it, it's a pumpkin. It's a meaty pumpkin flavor to it. A little bit of gingerbread. Mm-hmm. A little Ginger. bit of alcohol, like just not a burn, but just a taste of alcohol right I on think the that's back from the wild turkey. That's yeah. right at the back. That's where I get the actually wild turkey flavor. It's, no, uh, I wouldn't say it's the best that they've done, but it is still for nine ninety nine a really good bourbon beer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Chris, I'll try to have one of these for you when you come out. Hey, groovy. And it's nice and pumpkin-y. It's nice and rich. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's a real dark beer. I was expecting it to be a lot lighter. It's a, it's a dark porter-colored beer. Mm-hmm. Wow. Chris, are you drinking anything? Uh, I am not. Not today. I didn't have time to stop anything before. Okay. Well, we'll drink for you, sir. Yeah. Feel free. Yeah. I appreciate it. And feel free to tell me about what you heard about happening in the weekend. Hmm. Well, my top story would probably be that we talked about it, what, maybe three weeks ago? Uh, but now it is definitely official. Uh, Supergirl is going to be coming to CBS. Uh, Berlanti Productions. Uh, they got the creative team behind Green, uh, well, the Arrow and the Flash show for CW is, uh, going to be working on, uh, Supergirl. And, uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, this is official going ahead. It's, um, CBS has the commitment to it. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, and they have said it will focus on Kara Zor-El. Uh, definitely some I would definitely be interested in watching. It's not something that I'm going to be going crazy for to, to see. Uh, the little snippet here on, this is from DC Comics website. Uh, it says that this is the premise for the show. Here it is written out. Born on the planet Krypton, Kara Zor-El, with an E, escaped amid its destructions years ago. Since arriving on Earth, she's been hiding the power she shares with her famous cousin. But now at 24, she decides to embrace her superhuman abilities and be the hero she was always meant to be. So this is not Smallville. <laughs> it's no. not going to be the Smallville thing. It's not... and. uh so she's been on Earth. She's kind of established a whole secret identity, it seems. And uh, now we're going to see her uh, kind of come into her own as a superhero. And they mention even the famous Covison, even though not by name Superman. But So hopefully that means they won't not, you know, like constantly be like, oh, yeah, how's your cousin doing? And like stupid gags like that without ever or not like paying Superman no mind. I don't know which one is better or worse. I really don't know. I I think the way they're trying to maybe try to go about it is making this about Supergirl, not so much Superman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is smart because 
Yeah. That's what that's what you want. Um, what people do want is a Deadpool movie, and guess what got green lit? Deadpool. A Deadpool movie. A Deadpool movie. Uh, they haven't said exactly. Nobody has been cast. Oh, okay. Uh, I'd imagine they'd want Ryan Reynolds attached because he's been attached to it for a long time. But uh, the trailer that was or the test footage that was leaked. Um, Back mm-hmm. when San Diego Comic Con was going on, the director of that has been picked to direct the movie, and hoping that everything aligns, that is uh, something we'll get. Something have we won't. Guys, we will. Have well, you guys watched the footage? I have. I really enjoyed it. I dug it. Um, you can tell they're trying to just go crazy over the top, just mm-hmm. to fit it into the trailer. There, I think if they did a movie, they'd probably tone it down a little bit. But I, I liked it. Um, it was all like CG. It, yeah, I did notice that it was Which, all at CG. At first, I was like, "Is this from the video game?" Or, and like, is someone just talking over? Did I like download the right thing? But yeah, um, it was Ryan Reynolds providing the voice too, and definitely a much more R-rated Deadpool than we got in uh, Wolverine movie. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Which I think you need for Deadpool. Yeah. Slated for a February 12th release now of 2016. Better get going. Yeah. Uh, they also need to get going on the new date for Fantastic Four from Fox, August 7th of 2015. Which seems to be just about as, well, just as much done as that uh, Ant-Man movie. Yeah. <laughs> which is coming out July 17th of 2015. They've started to shoot Ant-Man. Okay. They have been shooting. <laughs> uh, I do know that. There's a movie. It is being made. Uh, but yeah, Fantastic Four. I'm 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 glad that it's getting pushed back because it means that there's problems, and I'm not looking forward to Fantastic Four. Are you just hoping that there's problems so maybe it will revert back to Marvel again, or are you hoping that it's I think I'd I'd like it back at Marvel. Or are you just really hoping that this is a train wreck for Fox and maybe they stop doing these movies? Yes. <laughs> All of that. All of it is what I so want. You, so you want the movie to actually come out, though? No. And be a train wreck? I want it to be a train wreck in pre-production and production and just, no, just, just walk fall away. apart before it can be made. Yes. Which has happened with so many things that we've been interested in seeing. <laughs> Something I probably should have mentioned before when we were talking about comic books on TV, though. But did you guys hear about what's going on with uh, Lucifer over at Fox? No. No. Yeah. Uh, from Vertigo? Lucifer? Yep. Okay. The, the Lucifer from Vertigo. The uh, Mike Carey? Where, yep. Well, originally by Neil Gaiman and then started by the series spun off by Mike Carey. Um, but definitely picking it up right where you meet Lucifer in the comics. Uh, where he's decided just to give up being the ruler of hell and opens up a piano bar in mm. L.A. And this is going to be from Fox, and it's being what's called a put pilot, where if they don't go ahead with this pilot and film it for air, they are going to owe a lot of money to Warner Brothers. Oh, hmm. So it's pretty interesting little uh, thing. So this is something that will be going ahead. It's not going to be like the Aquaman one that they filmed and it's like, oh, we're going to forget about this. Mm-hmm. Or so the it could just Blue be like, Beetle one that was kind of like, there was a soft yeah. pilot within Smallville for it. Yeah. Much like how green the old Green Arrow ship was a soft pilot in the Smallville. And Flash was an arrow now. Yeah. But I, I think it's cool. that I'm more looking forward to seeing a Lucifer TV show than a Sandman movie. I don't... You know, with L.A., I would, for whatever reason, I always uh, went, I, I read the first trade of Lucifer forever ago, and I kept on thinking it was a New Orleans thing. I don't know why. Maybe it's a piano bar, and I automatically, just that motif makes me think of, like, a New Orleans kind of thing, and I think Lucifer, you know, with all the voodoo and all that other stuff going on down there, that it would work better. But, I don't know. He's a better writer than I am. <laughs> Versus? 
what else do you have for news? Anything? TV shows that uh, I loved or liked quite a bit was uh, the old Justice League cartoon. And uh, we're going to get more of the Alan Burnett and Bruce Timm animated Justice League series, kind of, sort of, uh, with Justice League Gods and Monsters Chronicles. It's going to be a three-episode animated miniseries, uh, first being shown on Machinima. And this is going to lead into the Justice League Gods and Monsters uh, direct-to-DVD uh, movie, which is coming out in uh, next year sometime. So is this like a prequel to it, or is yeah. this basically going to be the movie that they put out? It's going to be the prequel. Okay. I wasn't sure if they were like mm-hmm. airing it first as like a series and then putting it out on DVD later. Uh, Variety reports that it's going to be darker, more gritty <laughs> versions of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman than the uh, people that we know and love today from that uh, Justice League cartoon. But things got kind of dark in there with the whole Justice Lords thing and the bottomizing dark side. and So it'll be interesting, I think, to see even darker than where they got in the original cartoon. Yeah, definitely. Make it I, dark. Th- those guys did a great job That's, on, the, on the Justice League stuff. That's not <clears> my <throat> news. I don't even have video game news. Uh, for all the fans out there who are looking forward to Eddie Brock, or just imagine that it would be Eddie Brock as Venom for the Venom spinoff movie, uh, they're pretty much saying, you know, don't hold your breath. Um, they haven't decided which person will be wearing the Venom symbiote, but it most likely won't be Eddie Brock. And I'm thinking mostly that might be because of we already got him, and that movie wasn't very successful. So, Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man 3. Yeah, but they completely rebooted that whole thing, so we haven't yeah, gotten people, them. Yeah, but people still remember Eddie Brock from that movie. But if that's going to be how many years out here's the thing, from that I, movie? I barely remember that movie because I only saw it the one time. I, own I remember it Venom was in it, but I don't remember anything about that movie, honestly. Yeah, it's uh, 2007, so by that time that movie comes out, it'll be ten years ago. <laughs> There'll be a decade. But they might just still see it as box office poison. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Um, but, I mean, there are the several different versions of them. I don't know how you would do the, the Flash Thompson version of them. But uh, I was interested to see Venom. Um, it's not something that I was kicking down doors for. But I don't know. I don't know if this makes me want to see it anymore or any less. Hmm. Yeah, I I still don't feel any way towards it. Yeah, I still haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man 2. Eh, you're doing okay. Yeah, exactly. It was okay, I liked it, but (laughs) you don't need to. It's a red box rental, or if it's like $5 or $6. Cheap DVD. DVD, Yeah, to buy it on Blu-ray, you know, I'll get it. Makes sense. Uh, That's how I got the first Amazing Spider-Man movie. I'm like, oh... 3D movie for $7.99? Hey, right. not bad. I want to try out my 3D TV. Why not? Uh, and it was fun. Yeah, well, why was. don't we try out some comic books coming out this week in the list? Those are $3.99. Most, most of the time. Most of the time. $3.50, Uh Yeah. Paul, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to... Now, this is not a Freaky Friday kind of thing. Uh, John and I have not switched places. We didn't even switch seats. But I'm looking forward to a number one from Image. Whoa. Image comic books. This is unheard of. Rocher Limit, number one. Uh, and the tagline is, Our destiny is in the stars, and I will lead us there. Uh, this is a uh, noir kind of sci-fi thriller. And it's going to be uh, just, I think, three issues. So... Kind of easy to pick up number one, knowing that it'll wrap up within and, and within three issues. Three issues, uh, and it's written by Michael Morsetti or Morretti, Morsi, Morsi. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was well. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, and it's about uh, Becca Hudson goes missing, and her sister go 
will plunge herself into the uh, underbelly of this weird uh, futuristic uh, space colony is it, trying to figure out what has happened to her sister. Is it noir? It is noir. And it takes a place in space? in space. Wow. We, uh, we got pretty much got two descriptions of this book. Yeah. Space noir. Yeah. John, I'm surprised you're not picking this one up. I didn't even notice it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for you, Paul. Do you think you'll have this for us to read it, for uh, I, look I, back? I hope so. This uh, you think Michael more more ready? More how do you? It's more and then C I. More more C. Yeah, sure. More K. He, what? he, he what? most recently did hex slash son of Sam Ham. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's that's what he did recently. Yeah. But, uh, John, hopefully you get to look forward to that book coming, you know, when I hand it off to you. What book are you picking up for this week? Uh, another book from Image, and that is Saga, number 23. Uh, still enjoying this book. Uh, it's taken a different turn, but Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staple are still doing an excellent job in this book. And uh, every month, can't wait to read the next issue. Chris, hmm. do you uh, have a book that you're looking I, forward to? I do, and that book would be Amazing X-Men number 11 from over at Marvel Comics, written by Craig Kyle, with art by Carlo Barberi. Uh, hey, guess what's happening in Canada? Everyone's a Wendigo, and now they're <laughs> racing towards the border, and it's up to the X-Men and the Avengers to stop them. Which um, which X-Men are still in the book? Or the who, who, who haven't been turned into Wendigos? The Amazing Ones. Well, you got... um. Northstar, Storm, Colossus, Nightcrawler, uh, Iceman, and what's her name? Firestar. Only one that's been turned is Wolverine. Wolverine? Yeah. Because I've read the issue when they crash landed in that girl's house. Yeah. Um, that wasn't last issue. That was the issue before it, right? Uh, yeah, I think that was like the second part. Okay. I need, I need to. Because then like, the last one is all just them fighting. I need to catch up. When to go? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a fun read. Um, I'm enjoying this book, even though Jason Aaron's not on it anymore, and he was the big draw for me. Uh, Craig Powell's doing pretty good on this arc, so st- still picking it up. Not reading any other X Men books now, so hey, might as well. No. Yeah. Sounds good. So that's what I got. That's what you got. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the uh, variant covers that. Uh, Darwin Cook is going to be doing oh, those for the nice. DC Comics for uh, December. And I'm like, man, if there was one thing that was going to make me buy print. Yeah. Yeah. It's like those covers stuff. are awesome, but who knows? You might be able to find those yeah, as, as a print. prints or yeah. posters or something. The Superman Wonder Woman one was yeah. nice. I like that one. Yeah, I need to. I, like I saw those when they got one. posted on. Oh, this, this Batman Superman one is awesome, where they're just like hanging out after Batman defuses a bomb. Like that's cool. Uh so nice. So, so nice. So many so good nice. things out there. You know, the Batman and Robin one was fun too. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you know, oftentimes we get these awesome team ups in in comic books, but you know what else we get out of comic books? Reading. Dramatic readings. Oh. Very dramatic readings. And dramatic reading from Archer and Armstrong, number one, page four, panel four. Stop! Too late, brother. And that was a dramatic reading of Archer and Armstrong, number one. Where's the goat? I don't know. Oh, okay. I only got the first two issues of that series. But the goat's a thing in that book, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. I've read one about and two. Quantum and Woody. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Quantum yeah. and Woody. Sorry. You screwed it up, Paul. Yep. Screwed it up. Screwed it up big time. Big time. Big time, Paul. Yep. Screwing things up. Big I don't want to drink the rest of this beer, but I want our next beer. <laughs> just drink them out of the bottle. Yeah, let's just drink them out of the bottle. We'll do it live. Gosh darn it. Just open up a bottle and we'll do it live. Here we go. And the next one is the Muddy. It's an Imperial Stout. Uh, featuring amplified sweetness with licorice notes. Oh, John, I hate licorice. Uh, this is from Goose Island. Goose Island. Uh, yeah, Russian Imperial, 9%. Let's 
take a sip. Oh, cheers, bud. Oh, hey. And uh, there we go. We'll take a sip here. And, well, I'll let you uh-huh. sip. So, Paul, you don't like licorice at all? Like... I don't like anise flavor. You don't really get anise. No, I don't. This is this is a nice imperial. Mm-hmm. Um, not too heavy. Pretty light. It tastes more like a porter than a stout. Really? I, I thought it was... <laughs> it tastes muddy. It has a thickness to it. A richness to it. Uh, Did you say muddy because it's called muddy? Yeah. Earthy. It's good. There's a little sweetness I, at the back end. I mean, no? it's not my favorite Imperial. No. It is a little sweeter. Kind of milk stouty. Mm-hmm. It's um, not uh, ripping up my mouth. It's not, uh, you know, no. I don't get dragon breath off of it or no. anything. So it's pretty good. It is only 9% alcohol by volume. Um, it's so a four-pack. It's a little more a little more pricey for that four-pack. But I don't, know, I don't know if I'd... Yeah. I don't know if it's worth that that money. The only I think thing I really enjoy from Goose Island is their Pepe... Pepe Noir? Pepe Noir, yeah. Yeah. Uh, every yeah. once in a while, something hits. Something jock. Those yeah. Two. Is it uh, Pepe Jock and something... I don't know, they're like French names. Yeah. Belgian names, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, I can see the bottles. Like, I'm... Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> and then they have, they have the Madeleine also, and I... Madeleine, don't, isn't don't like really... Jo- like Jocelyn or... Yeah. Julie, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, every once in a while, I think they have a good beer. This one is good. It's drinkable. I, I wouldn't say it's worth that, you know, that ten ninety nine four pack price. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely an easy drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of want to take a big slug of it just yeah. to get all the flavor. I mean, it tastes like a, a high octane milk stout because mm-hmm. it really is sweeter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it, definitely, as I drink it more, I'm I'm more inclined to agree with you that it's definitely more milk stouty. Yeah, very light, lighter, and I think it's from that sweetness. You know, I'm not fighting you here. No, you're not. And you know what else would be really sweet? What? Some characters that you want to see fight each other fight? Yeah. <laughs> Versus? Versus? Wednesday night is fine for fighting. Or, yeah. <laughs> What's the Saturday night is right? Oh, it's right for fighting. Okay. Uh, as we said in the beginning, this is something that we were talking about finding a topic. And as we were looking on a site, I said, eh, Deadpool's fighting Hawkeye, huh? Why don't we decide uh, who we'd want to see fight in comic yeah. books? Because it's a common motif. Oh, yeah. You know, we had AVX all of, like, what, two years ago? Oh. We, we're having it in, you know, the movies now with... Batman v Superman. We're having it again with, well, it's a team up, but uh, Forever Evil was kind of a team up, but versus characters, and uh, Axis is almost a Yeah, the us, new Marvel one coming out, Axis. Which is all this Marvel heroes versus uh, the Red Skull. And having to turn things on its head, I don't I don't know what's happening. I really don't. <laughs> I, there's big books and there's big crossovers. is not mm-hmm. something I've been paying attention with. With Marvel. And the little stuff that I see coming out of Future's End kind of makes me want to pick up that stuff, but not enough to actually do it. Yeah, because yeah. it's just so much. It's a lot. It's too much. I, what, where does Future End start? Where does it? I don't even know. I have we enjoyed won't. the couple Future End one-shots yeah. um, that I've read. We read yeah, the Zero I, Issue, I read and the... we read Issue 1. I have no idea where I went from there, except it's now in every comic book ever for DC. Well, it's just this month. This month yeah. is Future End oh. Month. Okay. The Green Arrow one is pretty good. I read that. Green Arrow was good, and it also ties into the book itself. Yeah. Um, the uh, the I Green really, Lantern one was good. I really liked the Grayson one, too. Uh, and I just picked those up because I was like, I have nothing else in my stack this week. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of enjoying saving that money. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so, guys, where do we want to start? We we decided what we were going to do is bring together uh, two characters that we want to see square off each other in a miniseries style or a single issue, whatever you guys want. Whatever you want. And uh, two characters from that go face to face from Marvel, two characters that go face to face from DC, and then one character from each universe that we would go at the go at it at the end. Not all tying into uh, each other, of course. Just 
No. Standalone. Just things. standalone, or just the thought of like, oh, these two guys fighting. I'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, cl- the classic for me is, of course, the thing versus the Hulk. But I've gotten that. You know, it's great. Love it. Every time. Every time they say green versus orange on a comic book issue, I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta buy it. Does that happen that often? It does. Does it really? Once every five years, Paul, at the very least. It was an X Factor book that had that. Oh, oh I strong would just, guys, the ref. I would. <laughs> <laughs> that's an awesome idea. Because <laughs> it would happen in intergalactic, like weird space, where he's a space bouncer for some sort of cosmic event, and you have you have Groot and uh, and uh, and Rocket Raccoon betting on it. You know, it's like this whole thing where, yeah, it's oh, it's great. Don King is there. Don Don King would Don King of Space. Whoever that is. <laughs> he would. The Don King of Space. Yeah. He is Don King is actually the Don King of Space. He can't get anything oh, really? more far out than him. Wow. You know, you can't prophetize, you can't prophetize, you can't do anything more than have Don King be the Don King of Space. You didn't miss anything. We were just talking about Don King being the Don King of Space. Uh I, I heard you getting amped up because Stronger could be the space bouncer, <laughs> and then uh, and then it cut out, and I was like, "Oh God, I really want to know where Paul goes with this." Well, Rocket Raccoon, uh, you can listen to the episode; you'll be presently surprised because it went absolutely nowhere. Went nowhere. It went, it went nowhere. nowhere with Paul just ranting about Don King. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think that's always when you get two big powerhouses to fight. That's always a fun thing. Always a fun thing, and that's what brings us here. It's a comic book motif that we love, and we hope you love it too, and there's probably characters that you want to see. So, John, or Chris. Chris, this is your baby, right? I can go last. I don't care. Okay, so you Chris, Chris, who do you got? Okay, um, mine, I wanted something a little bit more fun. Um, I don't know how these two characters would cross paths and what would set them off, because they're both pretty nice, likable guys, but... I don't know, maybe they're in part of some space battle. The Beyonder? Where, Comes where strong guy is like a bouncer? I don't know. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had heard so I could just be like, yeah, that, that happens here too. <laughs> <laughs> but mine, I think it would be a lot of fun to see this, and it's like a great energetic artist on this would just knock it out of the park. But mine would be Nightcrawler versus Spider-Man. Oh, that would be a really good one. Yeah, I think it should be pretty bomb with, like, the acrobatics and Nightcrawler teleporting around, like, Spider-Man trying to web him. And and Spider-Man's spider senses alerting him to the new, for, to him popping up, like, yeah, that would be a, that would be a pretty intense, agile fight. It's, I'm kind of thinking of the first fight scene we saw from... Daredevil? The, Daredevil, with the portal. With the portal, yeah. yeah with the, the spot, yeah. yeah. As soon as Chris mentioned it, that's what I thought, too. With, uh, Paluto doing the hurt on that. Right, uh, Rivera. Oh, that yeah, was Paulo, Paulo Rivera. Rivera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be that. <laughs> that's, that's it's not something you can feel like a mini series with, but it's no. like a fun issue of like yeah. Axis or like ABX, like that kind of thing. Definitely, I thought this was going to be an easy thing, and I racked my brain like trying and trying to figure out like what I'd want and who I'd want this fight. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right, what? Well, oh, are you going? Because I was just, that whole, like, red versus green, or orange versus green thing was just lead in to just, like, set the table. I'm sorry. I thought that was your pick. Yeah, that was totally I was setting. Pick. I was setting the table. No, it's fine. It no, setting pick. the table is talking like, oh, Deadpool versus Hawkeye. Oh. That's setting the table. <laughs> when we set the table. <laughs> you guys, you, no, what you guys did was put... Stupid paper plates out and said, "Guys, the food's over there. Go ahead." <laughs> what I did was put down some nice uh, tablecloths and got a candelabra out and Paul, the Paul, every time we've had dinner at your house, it's like, "Hey, here's the green plates." Yeah, Eat, here's the green plates. Except for when, except for when fancy dinner parties. And this I've podcast is the table. fancy dinner parties of podcasts. Well, here's the thing, Paul, is you've set this nice table, but nobody noticed it because you, you locked the room and nobody was allowed in there to see that you did that. That's what I do every time we have a fancy dinner party. All right, too. Paul, who's Marvel versus Marvel? Who's your who's your girl? It's it's the thing versus Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Just threw my pen at him. 
And here's why. No, you don't get it. Here's why. No, you don't. This is over. You're done. No, no. Many tears. It's the thing versus the thing. I don't know how they're going to do it, but no. it's going to be great. A lot of rocks. Thing versus Iron Man. Uh, industrial <laughs> developer in New York City trying to change an upscale Yancey Street. The thing, blue-collar scientist explorer. I still don't understand blue- how. <laughs> what? The thing is a blue-collar guy, but he's still an astronaut yeah. for NASA. So it's still crazy to me that he's still so blue-collar. But whatever. He is. Yancey Street uh, roots. And it's basically him, like, organizing. <laughs> uh. So it's not actually them fighting. It's them, like... I imagine somebody hires She Hulk to uh to to be their lawyer. Maybe. Maybe, maybe Foggy Nelson's in there. Yeah, he's yeah. he's giving her oh, I Well Foggy we would definitely this. be on the side of uh gentrification. And they got the thing there, like saying, No, you gotta keep our you know keep keep us uh blue collar workers, you know, we gotta have a place to live. And this I is hate our that you interrupted me for this. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I thought it was a good story. <laughs> no, finish no, it up. No, finish. No, finish. 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 Uh, you know, he might. He might be wearing a track jacket and some gold chains. Track jacket? Yeah, because he's from Yancey Street. Is he the bionic man? No. He's Mr. T. He's not wearing a, he's wearing a cut-off jean vest. No, but he's, he's Brooklyn. He's Brooklyn. <laughs> he's got the Yancey Street gang, and they're gonna, you know, get the people together and save the, uh, community center. <laughs> from, from Iron Man. From Iron Man. From Tony Stark. <laughs> The guy he knows, yeah. a friend of his. Yeah. The guy he could just call and be like, Tony, don't. Tony, why, and, and why Tony's are you like, doing no, this? but I got to. It's the only way to save the city. So he's trying to save the city. So things the bad guy. <laughs> things the bad guy. <laughs> no, because no, things. Uh, you just said things the bad guy. A guy is trying to save the city, and a guy is wait, trying thought, to ruin the city. I thought Iron Man was the bad guy. Iron Man is the bad guy. He's trying to gentrify the city. But he's trying to save the city. You just you said it. What? Yeah, because Iron Man is uh, is, egal- <laughs> yeah. is an egalitarian. Yeah. He believes that uh, poor people shouldn't uh, doesn't don't need to doesn't have any place in the city. <laughs> they don't need that community center. No, I'm going to save the city. How are you going to do it? No community centers. <laughs> no, I can't stand behind that. I've made a rock. That w- that's what you're telling me. <laughs> yes. I really hope that <coughs> you cut me off and you did this out of the out of the seat of your pants. You're just like, I'm cutting him off, and I'm gonna do this, and this is why I'm doing this. Hmm. I hope so too. <laughs> but John, what I'm really hoping for is for you to have an even more ludicrous pick than I did. Um. All right, let's go for it. All right, cracking knuckles. Uh, Two of the biggest bads in Marvel Universe. I'm going to go Apocalypse versus the Mad Titan Thanos. Is that crazy enough for you? Wait, no, that's not Marvel Universe. Apocalypse is DC. What are you, idiot? Idiot? Who fights the X-Men all the time? Apocalypse. Oh, oh, that apocalypse. I'm thinking of the world apocalypse. I'm going to have Thanos fight a planet. <laughs> yes. He could. He he's wants trying, to. But he's trying to save the planet. He's trying to save the planet. <laughs> he's the good guy. The planet's the, planet. the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, I have to destroy you. Why? Good guy? <laughs> Mogo um, has... And there's a Death City over in DC. Oh, that's, that's my next one. That's my next one. Mogo versus Apocalypse. <laughs> There you go. So <laughs> <laughs> your DC versus Marvel matchup. I thought you were jumping over. Well, that could happen, though. Could happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got the whole thing with the New Gods and the Green Lantern coming up, so maybe. 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 
But Apocalypse from Apocalypse the Apocalypse okay. from the X Men, shape changer, godlike creature versus the Mad Titan. Abin Sor. Not Abin. Uh, sin, what Abin Sin something? What's his in name? Sabiner. In Sabiner. Man, I'm having an off night. Guess big, I'm sorry. Big knockout, drag out fight with two overpowered beasts. One with an incredible healing factor, with or without the Infinity Gauntlet. Without, I don't think he he doesn't need it. Would uh okay with or without the henchman without the uh the uh for just the for for a this this is happening in space okay strong guy is the referee <laughs> okay Groot and Rocket Raccoon <laughs> are gonna bet on it no they're helping stop the community center from being destroyed <laughs> they're not there they're not there they're not they're there. nowhere they're, they're nowhere 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 to be seen because they're on Earth going like you can't destroy this we're with the Ancestry gang. I got my new tracks. <laughs> I got my gold chain with it. Hawkeye is gonna shoot me with arrow because he thinks I'm part of that mafia. <laughs> of course, bro. Go, cool. yeah, bro. <clears throat> All right, that's what I got. That's what I'm putting out there. Miniseries are one issue. One issue. That's all you need. No big storyline, just two dudes duking it out. <laughs> they just, just mean they're like, hey, let's fight. <laughs> We're going to fight now. Hey, you're supposed to stay at Earth with the pyramids. I'm in space. This weird-looking dude with the weird curl of hair, he's going to referee. <laughs> you're, you're supposed to stay on Earth with the pyramids. I'm up here at the space pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my space Don King? <laughs> I believe we just call him Don King. Okay. <laughs> All right. Chris, DC characters. Um, I feel like I just need to come up with something ridiculous. <laughs> you just want me to go because I am the yeah. provider the tone, of Paul. the ridiculous. Set the tone. The uh, epitome of ridiculousness. What I really loved, uh, one of my favorite miniseries from DC. In the long- I don't even remember what my DC pick was at this point. <laughs> I just want to put that uh, out there. It's, uh, is uh, Villains United. And we got kind of a cool, like, the different villains coming together and picking teams and everything. And I kind of want to see that again uh, with Lex Luthor versus Vandal Savage. They both have incredible minds. They both have seen a lot. Vandal Savage has lived eons and epochs. And uh, I think they both could raise an army of villains behind them. With legions, they could re- they could literally raise legions of doom to fight it out uh, <clears> with <throat> them and for them. Uh, and I think it all come down to the wire with whoever gets uh, Solomon Grundy on their side. Solomon Grundy, he's a linchpin. <laughs> I think he's a linchpin. Whoever can offer him the most pants, <laughs> the most pants, the Ooh. most. I'm going to give you the most Mondays to be born on. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to take that away from you. These other guys, they want to take Mondays away from you. I they are the Garfields of the calendar. Uh, I think that would. Be I can a see them the two, the two like moving the chess pieces. Yeah, around. and that would be a great like almost uh, you know six issue kind of maxi miniseries kind of thing where machinations are going to play. You see like villains, and it's a big villain fight. It's an all out. Uh, I was I was thinking <clears throat> for the Marvel versus DC was going to be. Luther versus Tony Stark. Mm. Those two great minds versus each other. Kind of that same thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't pick it, though, but I got to say it. Yeah, you should say it. You should set the table. I'm going to set the table with that. Mm-hmm. And by set the table, I mean Eat fill my the beer pie. glass. Okay. Eat pie. Uh, Chris, did, he, yes, did, did Chris. that give you... I set the table of ludicrousness right there with you for for you. Uh, I'm trying to think of something ridiculous. Um, I'm not good at this today. Okay, John, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> all right, ludicrous. Uh, you, it doesn't have to be ludicrous. This was your baby. I just decided. L- no, to go you crazy. made it. You made it a thing <laughs> upon itself. It. Uh, I'm gonna go. Let's see, the creeper mm-hmm. versus. Man, Ragman. Ragman. Ragman's cool yeah. though. Yeah, Ragman is cool. And the Creeper. See, I think they would be friends. 
I think they'd be friends too. Yeah, but how what do about all... Creeper and like Doll Man? Doll Man, ugh. Not um, Doll Man, Ragdoll. <clears throat> Ragdoll. Yeah. Not the Superman villain, Doll no. Man, who makes dolls. <laughs> Ragdoll. Let's yeah. see, Strangler. Creeper versus Dead Man. That'd be cool. Acrobatic, jumping yeah, around. Automatically. Dude, you're dead. I won. The fight's over. Uh, he's just hopping into different people's bodies and jumping after him across the rooftops and then like dropping them to their death and hopping into somebody else. That man wouldn't just kill people left and right. Like uh, that. When he's fighting the creeper, he would. He's totally down for it. Wait, what's the... <clears throat> His name's Dead Man. He's about causing death. <laughs> and they're doing this at the Space Pyramids. <laughs> space Pyramids? A go. Well, way to take uh, you miss very like, serious. You miss, like, Paul, like, shaking his head, like, I gotta get this idea out of my head. <laughs> this, is, this, this is wrong. I can't believe you're not taking this space fight seriously, John. I did. So you're a baby, and you're just leaving it upon rooftops to fall. I said rooftops. Man. Rooftops have nothing to do with pyramids. Pyramids right. don't have ro- roofs. They have points. <laughs> it's just a very small roof. It still counts. <clears throat> Chris, did we give you enough time? No. No? <laughs> I mean, my actual one was uh, Green Lantern and Batman, because I like actually when those two characters meet up. Mm-hmm. Which Green Lantern? for like one like, panel, you know? like It's never... Yeah, because it usually just takes... Because when Batman fights off against a Green Lantern, it just takes one punch. Yeah. Just one punch. I want to I see a whole, like, knockdown drag-out fight with Bruce. the Earth Green Lanterns and, like... Batman, Robin, Nightwing, Huntress. Like, I think that'd be cool. <clears throat> I would like to see during the fight scene between Batman and Green Lantern, where Batman like wraps his fist around the ring and actually controls the ring while it's still on Green Lantern's finger. That'd be cool. Because his like will... uh, Kyle in uh, Deathstroke. <clears throat> what? They had that moment in okay. in uh, Identity Crisis where he... Deathstroke was like crushing Kyle's hand in trying to force his will and you started to see the ring starting to obey obey him hmm. and that's when Ollie shoved the uh, the oh, arrow oh. in his eye socket it's been years it has been years I haven't read mm-hmm. that in a while so that would be a cool scene just like that that would be cool what about just like elongated that. man and plastic man is that Men- metamorph I think like metamorpho Wacky. and plastic man mm-hmm. just a wild like well, Metamorpho and Firestorm. Uh, no, I want to go back to Plastic Man. I think there's something there with uh, Metamorpho and doing like a who can pull the best heist kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like who? Like they're out to prove. I love how Paul is so outside the box with this. Like, <laughs> like they're out. They're like out to prove who's a better hero, even though they're both C-list heroes, and they're like just trying to do like one-upmanship, like very cartoony, very like. Uh, very Kyle Baker kind of like you know animated style you know slapsticky kind of like almost like the episode of Elongated Man and Booster Gold in the Justice League Unlimited this one's like alright you got to steal the diamonds but who can be the better mailbox (laughs) and then them like doing a mailbox Mm -hmm. like wait wait so there's a package that's going to be delivered that's actually filled with anthrax no no wait how did he find it I just hid as a mailbox and the villain dropped it in, and you know I've of course sorted it all the mail, and I found it. That it was easy. I just had. Who's to wait the villain that days. dropped the anthrax in the mailbox, Paul? It was just <clears> a random uh, strong guy. guy. <laughs> just a random, random. Okay. Uh, no, Evil nobody. beast. Ooh. Evil beast. I think that would be fun. You know, slapsticky like one upmanship, just kind of fun, <clears throat> zany, like almost a uh, bizarro world kind of. Issue. Get some indies guys working on it. That'd be fun. No. How many times can I say that would be fun? I don't know. Try to prove my own point. Prove your own point. Of it being fun. But Chris, what was your pick? Because <laughs> if it was that, it, then I agree. Then, then it would Paul be fun. agrees and it wins. <laughs> this is all about Paul approving what is it is. Chris, that's a great idea. I think it would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> I'm glad uh, I was able to expand on your idea. Who, who else has like 
quirky things about their character. Like, what if it was the Metal Men? Ooh. And... Somebody else said... Doom Patrol. Yeah. And they have to do, like, fundraise. They're trying to save... What if they have, like, no. across, like an obstacle course? Then it's like, what if... Metal Men and JSA, best pancake breakfast. Shut up with you and the JSA. They don't even exist. They're dead. No more pancake breakfasts for you, Paul. No, I like... You know it. what? Literally, I don't think I've had a pancake breakfast since the JSA. It's not true. We came over and had pancakes, like, a year ago. Okay. It wasn't even a year ago. It was a couple months ago. Maybe it was a year ago. It was I'm terrible with dates. <clears throat> no, but we just recently had we have we had breakfast like three times with you and your wife in like a three month period. <laughs> and then I came over for cereal and donuts one day. Yeah, not pancakes. Not you know pancakes. JSA was canceled. <laughs> well, that's all. More... New Fifty Two. You know what? If DC can recon their everything, then I can recon my life. All right. Just... <laughs> But I think the Metal Men versus Doom Patrol, like a capture the flag obstacle course. Yeah. Zany, wacky fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Marvel versus DC. DC. This is tough. Zany, crazy fun. Zany, crazy fun. Uh, Metal Men versus Magneto. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> it's over, right? It's over. They become alloy and then beat Magneto. I don't know. Uh, like they could become, they could be a metal that cannot be magnetized. Uh, actually, the one, but they're yeah, they're made out of metal though. Right. Like, I don't know that's they, what they are. I don't know if they can do that. I think like gold would be okay. I just saw an article where they're talking about like ridiculous superpowers, uh, and one of them was. Magneto having control over people because of his uh, magnetic magnetic personality. Uh, And I was like, that is ridiculous. That's pretty great. Uh, No, but my actual pick was uh, Nightwing Mm -hmm. versus Daredevil. Wait, Nightwing? Nightwing. Nightwing? Wing. Oh, wing. 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 Oh, you know how we have a hard time hearing that word on this podcast. Is this from the guy with the speech impediment? So Nightwing versus Nightwing. Oh, wing. Versus Daredevil. I mean, the batons are going to be flying everywhere. Hmm. That would be a good one. Agile motherfuckers bouncing off rooftops. Oh, man. I'm going to give that five out of five fairy wings. Winks? (laughs) No, no, wings. That's too many. How... Yeah, it's, it's got to be in twos. Yes, you can't do that. It doesn't work that way. Oh. Five out but of you six. can have you can have a ton of winks though. You can there for you. That's so many winks. So they're fu- single issue or uh, what's what's happening with this crossover? What's well, they, going I on? mean they Set have the to they have to be. Set the dinner table. Let's go. Uh, Nightwing was in Chicago. Now he's over in New York City. Uh, stumbles into Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, but Daredevil's in Los. This is this is my this is my this is mine this is mine Paul this is mine. Set the table then. I'm setting the table. And you know what? I'm trying to set the table and somebody's putting the knife on the wrong side. That knife was San Francisco was moved by you (laughs) or Hell's Kitchen. So he's over in the Hell's he's in the Hell's Kitchen. He's trying to get his life back together because hey. He's back from being a spy. He's got to find his new area that he wants to patrol. When all of a sudden, hey, I'm Daredevil. I have all these crazy senses. And I'm sensing a dude with batons jumping from building to building. That's my deal. Because I've moved back from San Francisco. Because I've had enough of rice No, there's no such thing as enough rice <laughs> No, I think so. John, it's the San Francisco tree. Yeah, I know. It's the one thing that they give a year supply away from on uh, Price is Right. The only thing. Only thing that they give you a year supply of. They yeah. basically could just give you like three boxes of it because like after like a little bit, you're like, oh, I don't need any more of this. So we got this box of Rice Aroni, or we can each swallow a bullet. <laughs> uh, let's do the bullet. Uh, so he's there. They have a battle. Boop, boop, boop. 
hey, we're fighting, we're throwing batons, they're bouncing off things. Hey, you're really agile. It's like you grew up in the circus. Hey, you're really agile. It's like you're a lawyer. And they're like, hey, we are. <laughs> and then, uh, so then they're like, hey, I think there's something going on over there. I can sense it. And then, you know, Nightwing's like, hey, Batman said that something might happen over there. Uh, he told me not to go over there, but then they go over there anyways because, you know, they're agile and they're throwing batons. And then, uh, yeah, they saved the day from that other guy who did something without batons and not being agile. <laughs> like, what are you doing on top of this pyramid rooftop? <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to find the point of this whole thing. <laughs> there you go. That's my thing. There you go. And I tied it in why Daredevil's back. Take that. Nicely done. Knife mover. There you go. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. You got one. Yes? I, I got one. Yes. Um, <laughs> I have the Punisher and Lobo on a mission to kill everything. I want Janine to hit the button right now. Janine? Yeah, from Ghostbusters. Because we got one. Wow. I just, wow. I just watched Ghostbusters 2 the other day because Lexi had never seen it before. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's fine. It's that problem. Is it a problem? You saw the it's best seen, one. Did I see Ghostbusters 2? Yeah, but if somebody said, hey, Paul, I've seen Raiders and I've seen Last Crusade. I'm not going to tell them that they need to see Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom Yeah, but Tem- Temple of Doom is not Ghostbusters 2. Mm, it is the Temple of Doom of the Ghostbusters movies. I was supposed to go last night to go see the trilogy of Back to the Future at the drive-ins. The girlfriend had never seen it, and Please. I was like, well, we should do it. And then I was like, I am just way too fucking tired. I will fall asleep during two. And not... Mm-hmm. I'll fall asleep during the good part of two. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the first 15 minutes of two when he's in the future, good part of two. No, it's the end part when he's he's back he's- in the past with the fedora and the leather coat and the walkie-talkie. That's the best part. <sighs> That's the best part of two. No, that is the best part of two. No, Jaws being like, no, ah! that's stupid. And like, the shark still looks fake. That's the it's best just part of like two. recapping the first movie. Also, the second part is hands. so much fun. No, when he's in the future with the hoverboards. No, it's when he's back in the past. Those boards can't go over water unless you have power. Those are, that's the best part of two is the future scene. No, it isn't because af- right after that, when you see the old Marty, that's boring. It's stupid. They gotta dehydrate the pizza. No, that's, or, that's or stupid. Rehydrate the pizza. It's the end part. It's the end part. That's the best part of two. Chris, you're the tire bakery. Which part is the best part of back to the future? The end's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> With like old Biff, like meeting young Biff too. Like that's yeah, that's the first part of the movie. Hello, clunk 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 clunk. I wish that's, I had something to hit you in the head. I threw that pen, part. and it seemed like it really hurt you. No. <laughs> you rubbed your side for like 15 minutes. I wanted to make sure you didn't get ink on my shirt. Oh. Mm. Uh, <laughs> all right. Where? <laughs> Chris? Your hey. picks? Did you pick them? I don't remember. I did. No, he watched Ghostbusters 2. And he got one. Janine's going to press a button oh, and let everybody know we got one. Paul's just like... <laughs> Yeah, I, Paul, I said what mine was right when you were like, I'm going to get Janine to hit the button. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Lobo. Oh, it's, it's Lobo, Lobo yeah. and the Punisher. Killing everything. 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 I like they it. They don't care anymore. Is it old Lobo or this new Lobo? Uh, I'd say old Lobo because I haven't read any of the new one. He's got his own series coming up. Yeah, they come back and they kill the new Lobo. Hey! <laughs> that that's what, that's what starts it. That's what starts <laughs> it. And they're like, hey, you like killing? I like killing, too. Let's go kill some shit. Good. And that's what they do. They're killing, like, the space pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stop these space pyramids from being built. There's too many of these space pyramids. <laughs> we gotta kill the space pharaoh. We also should kill this guy called Strong Guy. <laughs> wait, wait. Would Hawkman be the space pharaoh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, he would. Might be Tella Adam. There you go. That's Black Adam. Yes. All right, Paul. We left. I left you for the last because we knew it was going to take like thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, often. Let's get the story down. Let's okay. get it down. Let's okay. boom. I can't wait. I am popping popcorn right now. Oftentimes, 
there's speculation that this character is actually the same character. I hate you already. In both universes. Uh, Mr. Mix of Lickaplix, which I cannot cannot pronounce, much like Mr. any comic. Yes. And Impossible Man for Marvel Universe. Those two. I don't know who Impossible Man is. I don't know who Impossible Man is. I'm like reaching over my phone to be like... He shows up Google, in Fantastic Google, Four quite a bit. Show me Mr. Impossible? It's Impossible Man. Impossible Man. From Marvel. He's. It's often speculated that there's the same guy. They supposedly... Do you have to say his name backwards to get him to go away? No. Not the same guy. But, uh, you know, they, they both can... You know, can basically do anything they want. Oh, is he the purple dude? Yeah. I believe he's purple. Well, I don't know. Why do you ask me colors all the time? You uh, know my <laughs> impediment. You're Son so colorblind. You poor bastard. <laughs> he's the brown one. He's the muddiest brown one. <laughs> you uh, know? Okay. You know what? I will... All right. He's He's right. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. I would want to see these two guys fight it out because they could do whatever they wanted to the universe. They would be the, like, it would be just a mess of just comic craziness. Slapstick up the wazoo if these guys were to fight. And they would be able to bring in whoever they wanted because they just make it happen. Because that is those, those characters. They're just at, stupid. At what point does the great kazoo show up at? Uh, that's when they throw, fall through. Is he the referee, face. Paul? Yes, with his helmet. Of course, he would be. <laughs> Hello, dum dum. <laughs> both dum dum. But then at the very end, you realize. Hello, both dum dum. <laughs> Is that what you want me to say? Mm-hmm. There's two of them there. Both dum dum. Well, no, Possible he's calling the guy that he just counted out. Pick. You just counted out the one that lost. Oh. Hello, dum dum. You didn't. You didn't count out anybody. No, I just needed to do the one line. Oh. I did that line to show that I knew who the Great Kazoo was. Oh, okay. Didn't know who Impossible Man was until you looked him up. <laughs> I had to look him up. You didn't give I me a lot to go by. I'm gonna have to research after the show. He's the Mister Mixalikup. Yeah, no, he is. The, from the Marvel Universe. This, this, this is a green guy. He's got like banana banana shaped head. Mm-hmm. Does a lot of goofy things. Comes, I, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. Shapes and he's the comic relief of craziness. He's you do the, a Google search, you totally understand who he is. Yep, Google image. All right, let me let me check this out because it's, he doesn't sound familiar at all. As soon as you see him, you're gonna go, "Oh, that guy." Yeah, very pointy. He's like the space pyramids of heads. Okay, hitting images. And then, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that guy! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> right? Versus Mr. Mixolix? The only person who would know this person is Paul, too. Of course, because he's from Fantastic Four. <laughs> and, and he could easily cross over between universes, because they live in different dimensions. It's crazy, and it just kind of works. So are they the ones that brought the space pyramids? They might have been the uh, creators of the space pyramids. They set this whole thing up. <laughs> yes. They started was... the fight between all these guys. Yes. There you go. There's the retcon. That makes sense. I actually thought a good one would be Deadpool versus Deathstroke, because they're basically they're the same character, just one breaks the third wall. Same Fourth, powers. Yeah. Fourth wall. Fourth wall. What's the third wall? The back wall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, and then the audience looking and in. On the fourth. The, yeah. Alright. So that would be stage left? Yeah, that could be the third wall. I don't know. Does it really matter which count whichever no. one it wants to get to be? And their last name is both Wilson. Huh. Oh. Slade? I, and Wade. And Wade. See how similar that is? They're like the same character. Yeah. But, I mean, one of them uses swords and guns. Oh, wait. They both. Were they created by Impossible Man? (laughs) Maybe. They both have a healing factor. And I think at one time, 
you see Deadpool like he's missing an eye too. He's got that cable like X over his eye. Back in the day, back in the nineties. Oh. I'd say it's a good chance that what's his name who created Deadpool? What's it Dick's name? Rob Liefeld. Yeah. Totally stole it. Very possible. Or they could actually be created. He didn't do any. He didn't look this up to see who actually created both of them. No. Okay. No, I just had this idea. I was like, Oh, okay. some, oh just, well, well, Slade, Slade Wilson in in Wade Wilson mm-hmm. at um, DC. Yeah. Like Teen Titans and stuff. There you go. There so you I'll go. say like Marv Wolfman, but don't quote me on that. Hmm. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, we often almost come to blows here on uh, on the show. And I almost came to him with Paul. Well, you did actually throw a pen at me. so I did. Is, uh, that is a blow. Hey, here's the thing. Find us over on our Facebook, on our Twitter. Put up your verses. Also put up what is the better part of Back to the Future 2. It's the last part. It's important. But Paul needs to know this. And you know what? If you can think of a creative and fun way to do this to make it a rate and review over on iTunes uh, we love those reviews that just crap on Paul because yeah. it makes our it, it could be the host from the hotel 80, from the uh, cafe 80s you know the uh, digital Ronald Reagan that's giving us a rating and review that might be fun could. you can also follow us over at twitter or you can Email your hate mail directly to me at paul at bagnumboardcast.com or in your love mail to uh, John or Chris at bagnumboardcast.com. Or if it's just a random question for all of us, contact at bagnumboardcast.com is probably the best way to get in contact with any of us. So again, contact at bagnumboardcast.com. Till next week, where we'll be bringing you our look back, right? Look back. Let's see if. Paul remembers that book. Yeah. Rocher num- <laughs> Limit. <laughs> Rocher Limit? I'm going to veto that book right away, too. You're going to veto it? I'm going to veto it. No. What does veto mean? I'm gonna, we're not going to do that book. What other books Vetoed. do we have? We have actually a lot this month. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Shoot, well, I better indeed. get to reading. And you better get to reading and reviewing on iTunes.